Social Zoom Factor, episode 191. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life Zoomed. current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we're talking about customer experience. And if you've been following my podcast at all, you know this is one of my favorite topics. And the truth is that customer experience, the experience that your customers have when they come in contact with your brand is your brand. Okay, the experience that they have when they meet you, when they learn from you, when you empower them, when you inspire them, when they start working with you, maybe when they hire you or when they fire you is all your brand. The experience, that customer journey that they have with every touch of your brand is your brand. So today we're talking about how can we utilize social media to improve customer experience. And I'm going to share with you 10 easy ways that you can start leveraging social media today to improve customer experience. And I have loads of resources on this topic. We just finished a series titled, Welcome to the Inspiration Age. Are you ready? We also, I did a podcast on the participation age and about how you are the media, but only if you participate and you need to participate in social media. We can't just be blasting noise out there and throwing, you know, content and digital assets and and social spaghetti at the wall and hoping that it sticks. We truly have to engineer positive, powerful, empowering customer experiences within the DNA of our strategic planning and tactical execution. So every resource that I have that will be of key support for this topic for customer experience building with social, I will provide that on the show notes page, the blog post for this episode. Simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 191 because this is episode 191. But let's go ahead and dig in to the content. So the first way that you can improve customer experience by utilizing social media is to simply 
engage, to show gratitude, to show that you are thankful, to acknowledge that your customers exist and that you care about them and that you want to communicate with them. You want to show them that you know that they're there. You know that they're following you on Twitter. You know that they're listening to you on Twitter, or you know that they are your fans on your Facebook page, or they're watching your videos, listening to your podcast. You want to acknowledge them and thank them. And by doing this, you are going to be able to improve retention, improve loyalty by letting people know that you are human and that you're going to communicate with them that way. Okay. Tip number two is that you need to truly think about integrating social media into the overall customer journey and experience. And you need to engineer this, as I said earlier, into the DNA of your strategic planning. You can't just launch your digital and social platforms and maybe a campaign that you have that you're doing online and offline and then think about the customer experience at a later time. You need to be thinking at the beginning, how can every single touch point that you have with that customer, whether that be offline, whether that be online, whether that be on the phone, whether that be through an online chat, whether that be a tweet that they are reading, a video that they're watching on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, a Google Hangout that they are listening to and engaging with, a podcast that they're listening to in their car, an email that they're opening from you. Every single social and digital touch point is an opportunity for you to enhance that customer experience. So we want to be thinking about communication and customer journeys, not just about conversion funnels. Okay. So as you are out there telling brand stories on the social web, and we've been talking a lot about brand storytelling and building your personal brands and how to empower your employees to be part of that brand storytelling and and, and an ad advocate for your brand. I encourage you to check out some of those podcasts and I'll put those on the show notes page. But every single digital and social touch point is an opportunity to improve that customer journey, but you have to engineer that from the beginning and you need to, you know, put some customer journey maps together where you're looking at how are those customers getting to you once you're working with them? What is that experience? And that's something even within our own agency that we're working on right now, because our agency is called the marketing nuts. And we work with uh, clients from funded startups all the way up to enterprise uh, brands, corporations, Fortune 10 brands. And we have grown a lot in the past couple years. And so now we're going back through all of our customer experience processes and we're, we're taking through everything we've had. We've hired quite a few new people. We're looking at our employee onboarding processes, our customer in onboarding processes, uh, our customer service processes, things that we're doing in the human form face-to-face, things that we're doing virtually, what tools and technologies are we using and how can we leverage social to build those relationships from day Day one. How can I connect with a new customer on LinkedIn and on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram and some of them even on Snapchat? How can I leverage those platforms to nurture relationships where they are wanting to communicate with me? And that's different than saying I'm going to accept um, feedback on, a, you know, I'm doing an audit and a strategy for a, a client. That doesn't mean I want their feedback via Snapchat. 
right? There, there's still a place that you can start to draw that line and say, yes, I'm going to communicate and build relationships with you over on these other social platforms. But that doesn't mean I have to run my business on Snapchat and Periscope and, and Facebook, right? We try to keep corporate and, and business communications once we're working with that client in a, in a professional business environment that is also protected for, with, a, with the privacy things that need to be protected and intellectual property, Okay, so a lot of times brands and even digital and business leaders are worried about integrating social media because they think it then everything starts to get blended together. So, yes, that can happen, but you can absolutely, you know, make those choices and decisions on what is going to be communicated through what channels. But you need to be thinking about that overall journey. Tip number three is that you need to think about utilizing social to answer just some of the simple questions that you're getting, okay? So this doesn't all have to be complicated as you're starting. While you're working on this more complicated and comprehensive customer journey, there's probably clients and prospects and people in your community that just have simple questions about how you work, what you're doing, how you do what you do. Um, Maybe they just have general questions uh, in your industry that you could be answering. So I encourage you to check out some of the great social listening tools that are out there and I just finished a couple podcast episodes just recently. I encourage you to just check them out. You can go find those on iTunes or on my blog at pammarketingnut.com or socialzoomfactor.com. And I did quite a few on uh, how to do customer research, how to do social listening, uh, some tools that you can use and some approaches that you can take to just make sure that you're doing social listening and understanding those conversations because a, a, a properly implemented social listening strategy and plan will really help you better understand your audience and it will really help you be able to to inspire connect with them and help them achieve their goals and and really learn a lot okay that takes us to tip number four which is better solve problems so if you are utilizing social media to communicate and to uh, provide service to your customers which a lot of organizations do you can provide a real-time response that is going to surprise and delight your customer. So a lot of times consumers and business people, they will go to Twitter to complain. So yes, they'll go to Twitter to say, I love this brand. You know, this Starbucks coffee is awesome. I posted a photo, a video today of my yummy vanilla latte that I purchased at Starbucks this morning and I put that on Snapchat. So if you follow me on Snapchat, you probably saw it. Okay. So yes, I will go to the social networks and I will say, I love this. Thank you so much. Mr. Starbucks. However, when I have problems with a brand, a lot of times if I can't get an answer through other channels, I will also go to the social network. So I will go to Twitter if I need to go to Twitter. I had a problem with a technical tool we used the other day and a very important tool that we use for one of our clients and their website went down there was no way that I could contact them on the website and uh, I didn't have a phone number. And so I tweeted to them. Okay. And that's a whole other story, but the way that they handled the response, they replied back right away, but it wasn't that good of a response. You know, they tried to blame it and not my network, not realizing maybe I should have just asked for some more details. So how you solve problems is so important and you don't want to just throw your social media team out there and say, Hey, make sure we're providing real time responses and that 
We are surprising and delighting anybody who's complaining about our brand. You want to make sure you're surprising and delighting them with a solution, not just throwing a response out there, right? So in in that scenario, I was just talking about that's what happened. They should have done a little bit more research. I told them your response back to me should have been, give me some more information. I'll talk to you offline and let's try to solve this. Instead of trying to push the buck back on me, they're like, you need to talk to the person that runs your IT and your corporation. They probably blocked our site. The truth was they had not blocked. We had not blocked their site. I own the company. I know what's happening on our network here in the office. And there was no problem on our end. And then they once they had more tweets coming through that there was an issue, then they apologized. They saw that that happened. And I will be a loyal customer of theirs. They publicly apologized and said, our bad. We shouldn't have replied that way. We now see we have a bigger problem. And they replied back via an email to also apologize and let me know that the problem was being fixed. And then they sent another email when it was fixed. So it ended up a good solution, right? They saved a customer. My retention is high. My loyalty is high. And I was happy that they communicated with me very quickly. And when you're looking at solving problems, time is of the essence. And we do a lot of social monitoring for our clients. And, you know, we monitor all day um, and night for some clients. And so we are doing monitoring and making sure we're providing that response. I would say for most clients, it's, you know, being able to reply back within an hour, if not instantaneously is really what the goal needs to be, depending on what their budget is and what type of business that you're in. But it requires integration. So once you're starting to look at social customer service, it requires integration across your organization. It's not just, you know, the social team that needs to be thinking about that. And then you're also going to want to be thinking about how are you going to empower employees? And particularly if you have quite a few employees, they're living out there on the social web. Uh, You cannot control them. They are, you know, are they your employee 24 seven? You can't control what they're doing all day and night. The best thing that you can do is empower them, educate them and inspire them to live your value proposition. And if you need help with that, we do a ton of work with brands. We do a lot of workshops and training on employee empowerment and uh, educating uh, people who may be brand new to social or who may be senior experienced with social and helping them represent your brand in a in an appropriate way and also in a way that's going to help them with their own personal brand and their career, whatever goals they have in their life. But you can use social media to turn what could be a neutral or a negative customer experience into a positive one if you manage it the right way. And that leads us into tip number five, which is being proactive, all right? You wanna proactively manage any crisis and know about problems before they happen or before, preferably, they turn into a crisis, okay? So number one, you need to have a crisis preparedness plan because anytime something is going to happen the first time for brands of all sizes, when there's a crisis, I'm telling you, it doesn't happen usually on Monday morning at 8 a.m. It's going to happen on Saturday night at 10 p.m., when everybody's out having fun or you're at the bowling alley over the holiday or who knows what you're doing, you're on the mountain skiing, that's when a crisis is gonna happen, okay? You're gonna get that notice pop up on Facebook or Twitter and it's that, oh my goodness, I don't wanna even look at this, what is happening? And you need to have a plan. The time to write a a social media crisis preparedness plan is not 
after you have a crisis. You want to know on that Saturday night at 10 o'clock what and who and how. Okay, so what is the problem? How are you going to deal with it? And who is going to deal with it? And in what way are you going to deal with it? Because some of the brands that are out there that have made huge mistakes when it comes to social media crises, they are not prepared and they they reply and respond really quickly without having a process and they wind up hurting themselves more than helping themselves. And there's also been a lot of brands who have you know, improved brand perception by how they manage a crisis. So how you manage a crisis can actually help your brand perception. And that becomes more important than a lot of times the original crisis that happened to start it. Okay. So you want to know about things that are going wrong. You need to make sure you're doing social listening and that you're monitoring your brand. And so if if you're not doing monitoring, if you're not doing social listening, then you could have a crisis and you don't even know about it, okay? So you have got to be proactive about it. I can't even tell you how important that is in words. You just, you need to get it. And if you haven't started thinking about these things as you're putting your strategy and your plan together for 2016, it's something you really, really need to be thinking of because people are hopping onto these social networks right by the millions. You know, there's already 1.5 billion people on Facebook. So you need to get your act together in this space. And I know we're getting deep into some content here. I still have five more tips to help you improve customer experience with social media. But before we go into those, we need to hear a few words from our sponsors. So please give them a quick listen and I'll be right back. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom. Or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's social zoomfactor.com slash host gator. Do you ever feel stuck in a rut like your online business and social business isn't all that it could be? The Marketing Nuts Agency helps small businesses clear up to the Fortune 50 brands, provide clarity and vision for current and future programs. The Marketing Nuts believe in ROI-driven decision-making while still inspiring audiences with relevant content. From social business strategy and consultation, influencer marketing, to corporate training and workshops, and fully outsourced digital and social programs, the Marketing Nuts helps you prioritize your investment, impact business goals, and inspire your audience to invest in a relationship with you. To start the conversation, visit www.themarketingnuts.com with a Z.com. I'm back. Okay. Tip number six is to 
differentiate from your competition by doing more than just replying. Here I mean, how are you going to stand above the crowd? How are you going to stand out? How are you going to show gratitude in a different way? How are you going to acknowledge that your customer is there and that you care about them? How are you going to show that you care more about your customer, more about your prospect, more about your community than your competition does? And more than just replying and just saying, thank you so much for that. How can you get personal with people? Maybe you're looking at their bio and you're saying, thank you so much for sharing that tweet. You know, I I love the fact that you live in New Jersey. I used to live here. It's my favorite Mexican restaurant or whatever it may be. Find a way that you can connect with human beings and do more than just reply, all right? And there's so many ideas I have around this. In a lot of my podcasts, we've talked about how to communicate, how to inspire, how to empower, how to humanize your brand. And we're gonna talk about that a little bit more here in a minute. Tip number seven, is to gather feedback and customer insights so you can learn about your customer, okay? You can gather opinions. You can take the time to do social listening and learn specifically what your customers are thinking about your product, your brand, your employees, and listen to those past episodes that I did on customer research and how you can utilize social media to better understand your customer, your market, and your brand because social media is it brings such efficiency and speed and how we can understand our customers back in the day we used to have to take you know do detailed focus groups on everything or we would have to and those would take months or we would have to send out you know a direct mail campaign before we could get feedback on our own marketing materials and messages and honestly we were spending tens of thousands hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars on campaigns and then finding out that the market didn't really like it. And there were so many brands that even I worked for that never did proper testing or else proper testing took so long that by the time we were done testing, it was an old message. So nowadays you can send a tweet and you can literally have instant feedback if you have a following. You can post a message and and ask for feedback. You'll know by how people take action on your content, right? If nobody subscribes to an offer that you create with your email marketing uh, newsletter or whatever you're doing, you have a download, a worksheet, and nobody downloads it, hello, there's some good information for you to know that that may not be the best asset that you're offering. So listen to my episodes. I did episode 186, where I talked about using social media to learn about your audience. And then 187 was how to test your marketing programs with social media media. All right. And then I talked about the personalized customer experience and differentiating your brand in episode 184. So those are three episodes I would highly encourage you to check out, but you want to make sure that you're taking that feedback and what you're learning and that you're integrating that into your product and your service and your customer service development programs. All right. That data is gold to your business counterparts within the organization. Tip number eight is that you can build community and nurture relationships. So social media is an amazing way for you to foster relationships. It gives you the opportunity to connect one-on-one with other human beings and you can build community. And it's about building your own communities, empowering and inspiring and educating your own community, bringing people together to be part of something bigger than any of us can do by ourselves, right? 
people don't just buy things. They join things. They want to be part of something bigger. There's a lot of people that want to change the world and they're not going to do that all by themselves. It only takes a seed, but the more that you can bring people together and the more that you can build community and then tap into the power of other communities, the OPC, other people's community and other people's content, the better that customer experience is going to be because you're going to give them an experience that they can't get elsewhere and talk about differentiating from your competition. That's an amazing way to do that. Tip number nine is to give your employees and customers a voice, all right? So social media enables you to do, we talked about social listening, okay? You're enabling your customer, empowering your customer to have a voice. And when they have a voice, no matter what they are talking about in regard to your brand, you're showing them that you care. You're showing gratitude. You're showing that you're listening to them and that you're engaging with them and that you care about their long-term value as being your customer, okay? When you do that, you're giving them a voice. You're letting them know that they are being heard and that most importantly, you are listening and you're taking action to make sure that that customer experience is as positive as it can possibly be. And then you can also give your employees a voice. So this is where employee empowerment comes on, comes into play. And it's so important that you empower your employees. You're educating your employees on how they can best be utilizing these social media platforms and technologies and that you are sharing with them the best ways that they can build their personal brand and best represent your corporate brand. And if that's not something that you're doing, you really need to be thinking about it as you go into 2016 and beyond. Tip number 10, last but not least, is that social media is so imperative for you to be able to humanize your brand because you are able to communicate one-on-one. You are able to communicate with other human beings. And I encourage you to check out the past episodes I've done on this. Bottom line, you can never go wrong by investing in communities and the human beings that are within them. You do not want to just launch your Twitter profile and your Facebook page and your Instagram page and your Pinterest page and your Snapchat pages to and Periscope to just blab about your own brand story all day and post pictures of yourself. You want to make sure you are building community, you're building team, you're nurturing relationships, you're gathering feedback, you're learning about your customer and you are humanizing your brand. You are humanizing the people within your brand with the goal of inspiring your audience to connect with you and helping them achieve their goals. It's inspire, connect, achieve. And when you help your audience achieve their goals, you achieve your goals when they are one and the same. All right. So there you have it in a nutshell, 10 ways that you can improve customer experience with social media. I hope that this content has been helpful for you. I hope that it inspires you to think differently about social media and think more than just how can I promote my brand and how can I get clicks and how can I get likes? How can you improve that customer journey and experience at every single touch point? It takes six to seven touch points before somebody is even going to remember your brand. So you need to make sure every single one of those touch points is 
positive. I thank you so much for listening to this podcast today and hanging out with me here on Social Zoom Factor. Please leave us a review on iTunes. If you like what you hear, it helps iTunes know that you like it and they know we're the real deal and they will make sure that other people are able to learn and grow from this Social Zoom Factor podcast as well. Thanks again. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.